Welcome back once again to Goonies World. I am Brian, also known as Mean, and joining me as always are Colin, also known as Goonie. Hello there. And Sean, also known as Johnny Pharaoh. Hey, everybody. And we are returning tonight. Um, a little sooner, I think, than we thought, but we loved it and had a great time there uh, and are going to be returning to uh, the fine... Northern California town of Jupiter Springs. Um, of course, I'm going to be doing the uh, GM duties. We call it a referee in the old school community, yes. Ryan. Correct. Yeah. That's correct. Plunger. <laughs> Getting into character already. So, um, now, last time uh, we visited Jupiter Springs, um, it was... Um, October was that right? Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was a beautiful fall. Um, so uh, it has been a little over a year since then. Um, it is now November, and as I, I will I inform the listeners, I mean you guys know uh, most of this, uh, but um, over the summer, uh, Plunger was sent uh, to. What in the 80s, we would never be so politically incorrect these days, uh, but in the 80s was, was, was known as a fat camp. That's right, fat camp. And um, has returned since uh, in, in much better shape. Um, I mean, he's not, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say he's probably, you know, uh, uh, going to go be a linebacker or anything, but he's, he's in much better shape than he was last, last time we saw him. That's true. Um, and nobody has heard or from or seen the mysterious creature that was encountered by uh, the group in the cave a year ago until about a month ago, about a about almost a year to the day after. The encounter, you guys have just, and it's just fleeting. It's just rarely, and of course, you've talked about it and agreed, you know, that this is happening. Um, but you're not sure if it's real or, or what. I mean, the, of course, official explanation for the entire thing uh, was a, a rare form of hallucinogenic fungal spores uh, present in the cave. And uh, <clears throat> you guys were kind of conditioned to that by the government went along with it. Chip did not. And Chip, as a result, um, has been placed in the care of the good people at the Heritage Pines Psychiatric Hospital uh, in Sacramento. It's a travesty of justice. It is. Um, 
but you know they're just saying hey man he, these delusions aren't going away we, and he's like determined that these are not delusions now you guys kind of played along or maybe you believed it entirely I, I don't know well, we tried to convince him to play the game for the man so that he wouldn't be taken away but like many like many before him the truth of being silenced yeah he just wasn't willing was not willing to do it um so again like i said you've, you've started thinking that you see this th- creature this alien i'm sure plunger would would say um and you know just it, it, the shadows kind of in the distance and and you don't know what it's doing or, or, or why um just like various places we see it yes mostly almost exclusively at night um it'll sort of be catch just kind of a glimpse of it out of the corner of your eye in a distant shadow and things like that but uh that's that's what you know and of course i I assume now you guys are uh you guys were in hammond b middle school yes indeed um are you still in hammond b middle school or have you graduated to jupiter pines junior high yeah, I think in the Jupiter Spring School District, the sixth grade is all at Hammond B Middle School, and then seventh and eighth are at Jupiter Springs Junior. That's how I imagine. That's how I think. I'm pretty sure. Um, the big JJ, Jupiter Junior. We're men now. <laughs> well, soon enough. <clears throat> but we will begin. Oh, I should mention, it is Wednesday. Or actually, Tuesday night, Wednesday morning. Um, wee hours of the morning. And it's the first day of an extended Thanksgiving break. Um, which, <clears throat> uh, I, you know, of course, tomorrow you know, tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. It'll be Thursday. You've got, you know, plans with your families and such. Um, but you, I, I would imagine, are, are looking forward to oh, kind of, you know, having... A few days off school, maybe having a sleepover, and maybe uh, playing some video games. Um, John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness has just come out. Watching some movies. Um, possibly, uh, there's a, uh, a new sort of late night radio show that's on uh, in the evenings that has just, just started. Oh my. Something, it's called uh, West Ghost PM. Um, West Ghost. Yeah, it's like a paranormal, yeah. like... Um, you, so you mean a hard news show? Hard, yeah, yes. right. Plunger would yes, probably think obviously. so, right? Um, Truth is out there, I think, <laughs> at last. Um, I, didn't, I didn't actually come up with the host name, but it's uh, probably like Bart Pell or something. Yes. You know? <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> um, but anyway, we will start with Plunger. Yes, start with me. I'm a man of action. Plunger is alone in a place that he doesn't recognize. It looks, and you don't know how you got here, but it looks very much like the, like, almost ruins of some massive city. And a red glow is emanating from the sky above you where you can see a sun sort of diffused a bit through some strange 
strangely shaped clouds that don't look like anything you've really seen before. Almost like something that would exist very high in the atmosphere. And then near this sun, above it and off to the right of it, you see two more lights that you can't identify. They don't seem to be moving. They're very close to each other. And you're, and it's, it's, it's not, it's, the temperature seems normal. And you can smell almost like faint smokiness or, or like, like the, you know, the kind of the, the burnt ashes of a, of a fire that's still just barely smoldering. Mm-hmm. And you find yourself in what a, this ruined city that goes stretches as far as you can see. And you seem to be in the middle of a street. I, I look down with panic at my body. Am I naked? You are not naked. Do I have my stuff with me? Like, do I have my, is my trusty backpack with me? You do not have your trusty backpack oh, with no. you. I don't know what I'm going to do without my backpack. And in fact, um... Your Sherlock's plunger is just a terrible dream. You're just in... You just appear to be in a pair of, uh... I don't know. I assume plunger has to wear tidy whities Of course. I would be offended if you would suggest that I was a boxer man. <laughs> if it's good enough for the United States military, it's good enough for me. So, uh, you're, you're in your underpants in a, the ruins of a city. It's okay, this can't be real. This is just a classic underwear nightmare plunger. You should be lucky it's not the school cafeteria you're dreaming about. But what was I doing? Let me rack my brain. What's the last thing I can remember before I found myself here in this apocalyptic hellscape? Make a brains roll. I have a sixth. You don't remember how you got here, and you're not. But you're not. You're also not really lucid dreaming. Uh, so you 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 can't really tell. But you are. You do see off in the distance, out of the corner of your eye, some motion. What was that? That that goes behind. That seems to quickly dart behind <gasps> the uh, one of the ruined buildings. I whirl around. Like, Hello? Hello? Who's there? You don't hear anything, any response. But then you see it again. Now that you're looking in that direction, you see it again. This time, like running out from behind the building and then stopping, <laughs> taking sort of cover behind another one. And you... I get a better look at it. That yeah, time. it's 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 the it's no, the it's the creature. It's not the creature. It is. What am I doing? You're trapped in this, trapped in the world with the creature. This can't be real, Plunger. You've got to calm down. Does the city look like it could be Jupiter Springs? No. Okay. Not a chance. Perhaps I've been transported to some alternate dimension. This could be the place where they shot the album cover for Led Zeppelin's Houses of the Holy. <laughs> And as you say this to yourself, this this alien or, or whatever appears from behind the building and begins 
full-on, like, sprinting faster than you thought it could even move straight at you. Are you just gonna stand there? No, feet don't fail me now. I'll, I'll turn and flee uh, in the opposite direction as fast as I can. Okay. You start running. But this thing is so fast. And even, even you know, Plunger in uh, better shape is no no match for this thing. And you kind of look behind you over Bruce your shoulder. Jenner would be no match for this thing. And it's gaining on you. And you see it raise these sword like these like scimitar like appendages in the air as it closes in on you and then you snap awake and you're sweating and the first thing you notice when you open your eyes are the red LED lights of your clock radio alarm clock and it says 424 and it's dark in your room let me scramble through my brain. Is there any cosmic significance to the number 424? Let me think. Okay. So this is well, obviously there's serious numerology, uh, numerology at work here. I need to consult my Illuminati handbook. Uh, I need to call Dickie immediately. Well, maybe he's just, the GM is just telling you what time it is. Maybe so, but nevertheless, I, Dickie has to know about this uh, experience. I, I, But his mother will wake up and throw, throw a fit. I won't be able to talk to him for a month. Uh, I wonder if he got the walkie-talkie in his bedroom still. I'm gonna, I'm gonna call Dickie. Okay. Well, you grab your walkie-talkie, uh, uh, and you turn it on, because it's. I mean, you, I assume you don't sleep with it on. Run the batteries out. Right, you know, right. that would be dumb. Mm-hmm. Um, so you pick it up and turn it on, and as soon as you do, you hear static, as though something is attempting to make a transmission. Make a brains roll. Again with a thick so middle of the road. You can tell it sounds like something's attempting to make it like to transmit to you, maybe Dicky. Uh, you don't know, but but you just can't quite you don't have a clear enough signal or something. Hmm. You're not you're not sure, you can't really make it out, but you can uh, try to call Dicky if you'd like. I don't want to try to call him on the telephone. But I wonder if the equipment, I wonder if the, uh... I mean, I meant calm on the walkie talkie, but... Right, okay, well... Yeah, while I'm doing that, I think I need to sneak to my headquarters, uh... At the, uh, in the garage. Because I assume right now I'm in my bedroom. Okay. So, obviously, I'm going to open the window to my bedroom. Because, uh, I'm not too worried about Grandma. Okay. Uh, she doesn't move very fast. And, uh, obviously, then I'm gonna slip down onto the old peach tree. Even though it's dead, it still has its uses. I will, hopefully, I'm probably a little bit chilly out here. I wish I brought my robe. I will uh, run over to the garage and uh, get the key out from underneath the loose brick and run upstairs. And, uh, all right, now we've, we've got a shortwave radio up here. Maybe I can try to isolate the signal later, but I think I'll call Dickie now. Okay, well, uh, you climb out the window and into oh. the... Yeah. Peach tree. I mean, yeah. you, you narrated a bunch of stuff, so... I did, I did. <laughs> that was my intent. I was narrating my intention. I completely understand. Yes. All good. Um, make a, uh, <clears throat> a brawn roll to get down the tree. No problem. I had a great summer at Fat Camp. My brawn is up to a D6 now. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a six. Oh, no hey. problem. No problem. Yeah, you manage to get down... Uh, Take that, Mr. McGillicuddy, and, gym teacher. And as you are... 
get, retrieving the key from under the loose brick. Make a brains roll. An eleven. You think you see... As you're just grabbed onto the key and begin standing up, you think you see the creature off on the other side of the yard disappear behind a tree. Well, then I'm going to do the classic horror movie fumble with the key at the lock <laughs> thing, you know. <laughs> just be cool, plunger. Be a man, plunger. Just be cool. Just be cool. You've got to be like Jack Burton. I, I, I'd say that's a grit to, to, to get the key in there and not okay, shake it and fumble it. You're Snake Plifkin. You're awesome. Here we go. Wait, that's wrong. I'm I'm super gritty, and I got a fourteen. Oh, no problem, no problem. Yeah, you 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 calm yourself down quite well, or at least well enough not to, you know, fail to get the key into the into the lock. So, uh, all right. So I assume you are going into the the sort of detached garage, the loft above the detached garage. Yes, and I put the bar across the door. Okay. And I set up the um, rusty nails and uh, g- broken glass in the bucket that I always keep over the door just in case the government ever does to try to penetrate my inner sanctum. I'll be, uh, <laughs> that, that'll stop the government, no problem. <laughs> well, it'll certainly teach them a lesson they shan't soon forget. And I'll rush up to the... Uh, uh, oh, I mean, I, I gotta be careful not to knock over the, knock the over Dingleberry's the, equipment. Yeah, they'll be very upset. Yeah, they've been getting a lot more gigs lately. Uh, all right, then I'm rush up to our loft and uh, in the soft, warm glow of the uh, dial of the radio. Uh, the and you've also got your, uh, of course, your computers and such up here. Got my Commodore 64 and my TRS-80. Yes, and indeed. I'm gonna play Ultima Online. Oh, Ultima. and in fact, there's a stack of uh, there's a stack of seven inches here. As well, interestingly. Interestingly. Somebody must have left them here. They, they say they say it's what? A, apparently the Dingleberries have have released it and they're 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 it's nice. selling quite well. Nice. What's the name of the do we know the name of the seven inth or is it like uh, industrial packaging that hasn't been printed? No, on? no, it's 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 like a nice stack in sleeves and everything. Um, wow. and it says the Dingleberries and then it's 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 just text. I mean there's not a picture or anything, but it's just barely hanging on. Barely hanging on. That's what I feel like right now. I'm barely hanging on to sanity and reality. My my brother's music really speaks to me. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna. Okay, now I'm gonna. I'm gonna wrap the you know the flannel blanket that's on the couch around me because it's kind of chilly in here. And turn on the space heater, and then I'm gonna call Dicky. Uh, hopefully he's got his radio on. He can afford nice batteries and nice things. He's probably got it uh, charging. Uh, Avenging Condor calling Laser Man. Over. Emergency. Avenging Condor calling Laser Man. Uh, Over. What's a problem, Plunger? I, I could uh, uh, don't, don't use my real name. Channel 9 is sometimes monitored by the CIA. Well, they already know about you by now. Well, that's Not true. fooling we, anybody. We are major players in, in world affairs by now. It's true. Listen. I was I, having a dream about girls. I'm into girls now. What's I'm so, 12. What's so great about girls? I mean, none of them can hold a candle to uh, uh, Heather Locklear, so what's the point? Wasn't she a girl? Yeah, she's a girl, but well, no, she's a woman, is what she is. Oh, I see. She's a, she's a sophisticated lady. Unlike the, uh, the, never mind about your girls, growth. Listen, what we have to talk about is I've just been transported to another dimension, possibly. 
I, I, uh, I I'm going to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I woke up in my underwear on what appeared to be an alien world. Uh, um, possibly uh, post-apocalyptic or maybe just very old ruins and I saw the creature and again when I woke up and I came out to the headquarters I looked across and the creature's right there in the yard it's at my house right now is this a new game I told you like uh, dra- uh, 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 Druids of Dragondale is is good enough for me I don't no, no, this is no game. I wish it were a game. I wish it was the best live-action role-playing game ever invented. But it's deadly serious. I'm just telling you because I think the creature might be visiting people in their dreams and taking them away. I don't know. Have you had any... Apparently you've been dreaming about girls and not monsters. Uh, <laughs> need a Kleenex. Don't let your mother clean your sheets. <laughs> Have I seen at all this this creature as well? Oh yes, yes. From the yeah, you have. I mean, just just glimpses, all, the glimpses it. in the distance. And you're never and you're you're never like 100 percent sure. You just suspect. You think, you think I might have, and you know you've kind of talked to him about it at school and things and yeah. and whatever. But both of you make brains rolls. I have a two. Oh. Twelve. So. While Plunger's talking, and just sort of towards the end, as you're sort of expressing your disbelief, you start hearing another voice speaking on the channel. Now, you don't. You failed. But you do. And you Plunger, can't, who are you? You can't make who it Who are you with? It's, it sounds like it's trying to make syllables that it doesn't know how to make. Almost like a... Like a, it's a, but it's it's deeper than a like a baby just making noise. But it's like it's almost you know. Yeah, I'm glad I can't hear like that. A, like a. It sounds almost like playing a record backwards or something, but less even less comprehensible. It's, it's the devil. What do you mean it's the devil? I hear Don't a, say that. I hear com- voices. And- I have to tell... Wait, wait, where do you hear voices? In your head or in your room? I have to tell my minister at the church about this. Don't tell the church they're part of the conspiracy. You don't hear that? Oh, I don't hear anything. Make another brain's world plunder. <laughs> you still don't hear... You, don't, you think he's full of shit. But, but no, listen, I did... I did um, receive parts of a mysterious signal that I couldn't isolate or identify. Again. Wait, which? Are you? Is it on the radio? Yes, I think so. It's. I can hear it clearly. It sounds like. Uh, See if you can translate it. I can't translate that. Are you sure it's not ancient Sumerian? Well, I've never heard ancient Sumerian. Could be. Could it, could it possibly be the uh, third demotic Martian script? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now we're getting somewhere. Or it could be Russians. I don't know. Oh, don't even say. <laughs> well, it's just, if it's Russian, they haven't figured out how to talk yet, but they're trying. Perhaps you should try to communicate with it. You. You. Maybe we pl- can we record this somehow? Stick it up in the, to a uh, tape recorder. Hang on, I've got a reel-to-reel right here, just for these sorts of circumstances. I mean, they've, they've I've obviously also got a keyboard that can sample it and 
reverse it back. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna like run down the the stairs from the loft and grab the lead singer's microphone. Okay. Or, or is that Derek? Is he like the guitarist slash lead singer? I just imagined he was now. So yeah. by the way, uh, imagined that in the intervening year they've changed the name of the band to Derek and the Dingleberries because he's just he feels like it's his fucking band. And it's his garage. It's his garage. Yeah. Okay. He's gotten a big head. I guess. Yeah. Well, it's all right, cause he's, but anyway, I grab Derek's microphone, and I uh, bring it upstairs and plug it into the old reel-to-reel, and I'll try to... Well, how can I record? I can't even hear it. Let me think. Well, it might pick it up. Uh, oh, electronically, like ghost voices. Yes, yeah. you're absolutely right. We'll have what to was listen I to it later. What was I thinking? I've forgotten the first thing I know about paranormal investigations. Okay, I'm going to uh, hold the microphone up to the speaker of my... Radio. Okay, and I assume you both are going to kind of be quiet yeah. during this period. Okay. Well, you do that. Make, make Go ahead and make a brains roll just to see uh, how successful you are. Ooh, Seven. That's much better but than you Better than a fake. Well, and I would say not only do you capture it, but you actually are, in fact, able to hear it this time as well. And you both kind of hear this... Beloved monster, Perry Coma? Could it? Yeah, I think uh, I my grandpa listens to him. Maybe it's your grandpa. <laughs> it's not cool, man. Grandpa? I love you. That's all I wanted to hear. That's all I ever wanted to hear from you. Oh, oh Jesus! Next Christ. time on a very special episode. <laughs> oh good. Um, no, um, <laughs> dude, I sounded like maybe it said "come home." But I thought it said something before that. For a second, I thought it said "plunger," "come home." But perhaps I'm just being egocentric. Yeah, you might. You think everything's about you. Well, I mean, in terms of. Uh, uh, Everything's a conspiracy. In terms of government uh, finance and uh, economic forces arrayed in the world, um, knowledgeable of my existence and threat to them, yes, I'm absolutely convinced. But that's there's not the time or place. We have real threats to worry about, like aliens and ghost voices. So uh, let me see if it, let's see if we can hear it again. Let me let's stop talking. Okay, I'll be quiet. Apparently, it it delivered the message it it, it intended to deliver. I think it's. Now let's reverse it. Oh, you mean play it backwards? Oh, that's a great idea, Uh, Dickie. Okay, well, it isn't a real to real. Let's just play it back. Do you mean play it backwards or rewind it and listen to it again? Uh, no, backwards. All right, let's See if there's another message there. I mean, it doesn't make any more sense backwards. Yeah, it sounds backward. When, you, when we play it backwards, it sounds backwards. Yeah. Well, well, let's, let's, let's just rewind it and play it again and see if we can isolate what exactly it's saying. Um, well, I'll make brains rolls. Okay. Twelve. Oh. I finally make a brain roll. Well, roll. Yeah, that's going to explode. And the better you get, 
the better. Oh my. Oh my God. goodness. What is that? A twenty something. Three. Twenty three. All together, twenty three. So, you are convinced now. Whether this is just because you're plunger, but you're convinced that it was trying to say plunger, come out. <gasps> I don't like that. If this plunger come out, are you sure? If you should be here, up here, you should come over right away. Trying to lure you out and sacrifice you or eat you. What am I gonna do? Okay, I gotta. I don't know. I gotta remember plunger's still a little boy. What if this whole thing is a dream? Uh, No, no, it's not a dream. Don't leave me. Don't hang up. All right. So you want? I guess... I want to get Derek to help me, but I can't come out of the... Now I can't come out of the garage. I guess me this, to come out. Uh, calls for... How does it know our radio channel? Laser Man. Well, to be fair, I mean, you were transmitting on it. That's true. <laughs> well... I had retired Laser Man, but I think this uh, is time to uh, bring him back out. I think it's time for me to possibly have to try my Avenging Condor wings. So, um, how, how close does he live, does Plunger live to Dickie? Uh, I believe the Plunger lives in the bush, right? Or, or no? No, Plunger lives at the edge of the bush, uh, in the, uh, uh rural large lot, uh, zoning area, with, uh, fairly large yards. And, uh, but not because it's rich, because they're old and they're by the river. But, uh, but it's definitely in a poorer part of town than, uh, Moonstone. Is it Moonstone Hills? Yes. Uh, yes. But probably nicer than the, the slightly uh, worst part of the bush that, that Chip lived in, I assume. Yeah, he's on the other edge of the bush. Right. Yeah. But um, that being said, uh, no, I'm sure it's within a bike ride's distance. Oh, yeah. Because we're playing kids on bikes. Of course. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's five minutes. I'm sure five, ten minutes, something like that. Yeah. I can come out, uh, sneak out. Mother, don't let your mother wake up. No, I've, I've perfected. Uh, it's kind of like a Mission Impossible thing. She's got all these laser beams, uh, and... Um, that doesn't surprise me. She is crafty. She's a regular <laughs> Lex Luthor. All these, like, sound, like, they pick up vibrations and uh, like baby monitors, and I just have to, uh, I can... I've practiced this. I'm ready. I guess you've picked up a lot of ninja training from Chip before he went away. Oh, yeah. Definitely. All right, do your best. I'll be waiting for you. I'm seriously, I'm scared. I almost want you to go straight inside my house and wake up Derek. He'll know what to do. He could kick anybody's ass, even an alien. You stay where you are. Don't leave. Whatever you don't do, don't gonna leave. leave. I got an alien is telling me to leave. I'm definitely gonna stay inside. All right, I'll be there as soon as I can. Okay, I'm gonna like run to the windows and like look outside, see if I can look in the yard, you know. And, like... So there's there's there is a window where you could. Uh, get a view of both the tree that you think you saw this thing go behind and Dickie's likely approach route. Good. I'm going to park myself right there. I'm going to turn off the you know the lights in here so that I can't be seen against the darkness and I will uh, reconnoiter the situation. Alright, so you turn off the lights and you sit there and you watch. And you do not see immediately any cause for concern. Everything looks normal. You start maybe to calm down a little bit. Possibly, although given the circumstances, I would not uh, be surprised if your heart was still beating a little. It is, just a little bit. And Dickie, um, how are you... How do you plan to escape uh, (laughs) the apparently prison-like confines of your house? Uh, He's probably actually... Well, so he's... uh, 
gotta just sneak very carefully down the hallway. He can't really go outside or out the roof because uh, the alarm system on the window will sound. Um, but he's got to get to the alarm to turn it off uh, from downstairs, and then he can like just, just open the door. Um, but he's got to be very quiet. Um, I'd be willing. I mean, that sounds like it could possibly be flight. It could possibly be brawn. Um, I'm, uh, yeah. it could possibly be grit. Well, I'll go with uh, flight. Yeah, that's fine with me. That seems like the most closest fit. Yeah, that was the first thing you thought of. Oh, a one. <laughs> Plus one, so I got a two. Oh, there you go. Hey, we failed, though, so don't forget to take an oh, adversity token. Oh, taking an adversity token. Okay. Oh, shit, I should have, like... Oh, you know what? Okay. Oh, gosh, yeah, um, you failed a bunch. Well, just give me a four. I know if I can remember two, and that's fair enough. I'll penalize myself some for Since I failed that roll, I want to activate my strength as soon as I can. Okay. Which is, uh, I'm going to activate unassuming... I uh, spend two adversity uh, tokens to avoid being seen. So, if my mom comes out to investigate. I'll, you know, hide in the shadows, very still. Okay, very good. Well, um, I mean, of course, as soon as you fail, you hear, Dicky, Dicky, and uh, some footsteps like coming uh, down the hall. And uh, man, I wish Aunt Judy was back. Dicky, Dicky, is that you? And she, you hear your bedroom door open. Dicky, where are you, Dicky? Dicky, oh my, oh my heavens, Dicky's not here. Oh, oh, oh! And you hear her, like run off to the phone, apparently to the phone to call the police or something. You know, oh, you're not sure. But she didn't even have a chance to see you, so you don't have to spend those if you don't want to. Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to. I'm gonna have to run back uh, to my bed, or at least now. Yeah, Say so you I'll, got up to get a drink of water. Yeah, I'll have to run back to my bed, and then once I'm in bed, I'll I'll like <laughs> cough really loud or something so she can hear me. All right, so you run back to your bed, um, and you can hear your mom talking on the phone. You can't hear exactly what she's saying, but she's... And then you cough. <coughs> and she's like... Dickie! <laughs> and she comes back out of her room and marches towards yours where she sees you. She's like, Now you weren't here just a minute ago, Dickie. Where were you? Relax, Mom. I just went to the bathroom. I'm allowed to go to the bathroom by myself now. Oh. I'm 12 years old. Did Dickie have to take a poopy doopy? <laughs> Mom, don't worry about which number it was. Well, did you wipe good, Dickie? I don't... I don't want you to know you could... You could get into an accident or something. (laughs) He's being raised by Monty Python. Yeah, right. All of them. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I got it taken care of, Mom. <laughs> Do you want me to check and make sure? No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, well, if you're sure, I'll go back and to bed then. Mom, you got to stop worrying about me so much, you know? Well, it's only because I love you, <laughs> I know, but, you know, it's just... I just went to the bathroom, you know? If, if this happens again, just, uh... That's where I'm at, okay? Uh, I... Well, do you have a, Are you sick, Dickie? Are you a little no. sicky, Dickie? <laughs> <laughs> I just drank a lot of uh, chocolate milk. You oh. know, I'm sorry I did that. Are, um, you, are you coming down with a bit of lactose intolerance, Dickie? No, I just drank so much that I have to urinate a lot because I, you know, my bladder's full of chocolate milk. Well, okay. Well, I guess I'll just go back to bed then, but don't you be sneaking out, Dickie. Oh, I wouldn't dream of it. Well, I, I'm sure I trust you, my little pumpkin pie. <laughs> anyway, she goes back to back to her room. Sicky dicky. <laughs> I don't know. Well, your lucky plunger didn't hear that one. I don't feel day with it. <laughs> All right, well, she goes back to bed, um, closes her door, and uh, you assume within a few minutes she's probably back to sleep. <laughs> Man... I gotta, like... Oh... I can't start drugging my mom. (laughs) (laughs) I just wish she was more, you know, more of a sound sleeper. Well, I mean, (laughs) just don't roll the one next time. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, I'll try again. Alright. Alright, that's more like it. A 12 this time. Uh, much better. Um, alright, so you sneak down and you get the alarm, uh, deactivated. And, um, now, of course, now your mom's gonna have to get up fairly early and go to work, and, um, she knows you're off school, she probably wouldn't even try to wake you up, so if you're still gone when she leaves, she Mm. probably won't notice, but she might notice the alarm's off, but, of course, you might come back before then, too, so, who knows. Yeah, if I can, I'll try to be back before then, but we'll see what happens. All right. So you hop on your bike, and uh, you head off toward Plungers. And uh, within about five minutes, you arrive. Five to ten minutes. Call it seven and a half. Split First, the I want to, you know, stop at this sort of perimeter and check it out first. I'll, you know, I'll scope it out first. Okay, make a brains. Oh, I don't want glasses hit the thing. Yeah, make a brains roll. Oh, it won again. Plus yeah, one. it looks. Uh, I mean, you don't see anything out of the ordinary. It just seems like. Uh, yeah, there's nothing here. Quarter to five in the morning, dark. You know, fall morning. Plungers just telling stories again. I'll just. Uh, Go up to the garage door and um, so you like knock on it. Set your bike down or put it on a kickstand or something, yep. and, and uh, go up to the to the garage door, which I, I assume is closed and locked at the moment. Yeah, and he's going to give the secret knock. You see him pull up on his bicycle. How do I know it's the real that's, Dickie? It could be a body snatcher. That's true. He's going to have to give the secret knock. Well, I'm assuming I know the secret knock. Yes. So I will do that. All right, that has to be him. The rhythm is unmistakable. This let me in already. All right. 
You're lucky I'm not going to give you the full quiv. All right. Okay. Quick, now, let me close the door. So you remove right. the uh, the booby trap. Yeah, remove the booby trap. Material and let. Uh, There's let nothing Dickie out in. there. No, I'm telling you. You're paranoid. I'm telling you. You've seen it too. Why shouldn't it be in my yard? You know what? I think. Listen, I'll tell you what I saw. I saw a flashback from the time that we got so high on marshmallow fluff <laughs> that okay. we thought we saw something in a cave. Okay, maybe it was uh, fungus, maybe it wasn't, but all I know is we were so fluffed up that we can't trust anything that we saw that night. Do you hear yourself? They have gotten to you. Oh my God, they've gotten to you. <sighs> Just listen. I've listen s- to this recording, and I'll play the thing again. You blunder, come on. Is, is, is that all? Is that a flashback? It's just interference. Interference. Listen. The man has gotten to you. I love. There's like I'm sure there's like a little glass of water nearby. I'm like throw it in his face. <laughs> okay. Snap out of it, man. Hey, listen. I thought I was talking to Laser Man, not Little Dicky. Uh, well, I came as Laser Man. I didn't see any aliens to fight off. Aliens usually don't just lounge around in people's yards with neon signs. All right, he's evaded you. Your, your eagle eye is not Passable. what it once was. Come up here quickly. We can get a better view from the yard. I'm certainly not going to come out there. But but I'll have to eventually. I'm, I'll wait till daylight. We usually only see the thing at night. Usually. Please stay with me, Dickie. Don't leave me by myself. So is he he's staying in? I guess I will walk into the garage. Are you... Yeah, in the already. lower part of the garage. Yeah, come on. Yeah, yeah want to go to the yeah, like so the get loft. Yes, yeah, come up to the loft and look out the window, and we'll take another look for it. All right. <clears throat> well, you get up, you go up into the loft and uh, take up uh, seats, sort of uh, looking out the window at the uh, tree and at Dickie's bicycle, which he placed in the driveway, um, and you don't see anything. Uh, out of the ordinary um, you know every in, very infrequently you know a car will drive by or you'll see one you know going down the side street or something just like the, well, the headlights reflecting off the well, various are you sure this wasn't a part of this dream you had I don't think it was really a dream I think it was more of an out of body experience I think I was remote viewing possibly what did, what did you see again? It was an apocalyptic... Well, I don't... It wasn't really apocalyptic, per se, but there was old ruins, you know, but like a ruined city. And and there was a, a, a reddish sun well, that's and just a diffused the bush. Atmosphere. That's just sugar bush. No. It just looks like that. There were strange lights in the sky. And, and a, a strange atmosphere. Trust me, it was a completely different place. And I was taken away against my will... It was only through supreme act of uh, consciousness that I was able to uh, fight my way out. And it's lucky that I've been reading all that Eastern philosophy and that my mind is so powerful now. I was able to pull myself out of that reality and bring us back into the world. And I was in my underwear. Can you imagine? I should probably have mentioned... You're um, still in your underwear, buddy. <laughs> oh, but I'm wrapped with a blanket. 
the flannel blanket. I, I probably should have mentioned uh, while while you were dreaming uh, this, but I, it escaped my my attention. But uh, y- so you could <clears throat> tell. Now it was it was fairly dim light being cast off of, of this of this sun, but um, you could tell sort of in the same way as you can kind of get a sense of what you know ancient Greek architecture or something was like. Uh, by looking at the ruins of it today, mm-hmm. you you could kind of get the same sense of the design and the architecture of the buildings you were surrounded by, and it was not like anything on this planet that you've seen before. Yes, I'm quite convinced it was an alien landscape. Probably the very world where this creature comes from. But if you wish to be an unbeliever, listen, you and I both remember what we saw. We have yeah, to play the game. Something, you're starting to believe the old, you're starting to believe our lie. Look, I I want it to be aliens more than anything because that means maybe I'll find out uh, where my dad is that they when they abducted him. Uh, maybe uh, they took him to this world where that you saw. Maybe he's still there, but I can't allow myself to believe that I can't get my hopes up listen you can't be afraid to dream you can't be afraid to reach and make your dreams come true you've got to shine like a laser in the darkness (laughs) well you know what I wonder if maybe we should is there some way we can talk to our old friend Chip maybe he could uh Tell us what to do. I very much doubt. He's the only one that really spoke up. And now look what happened. I agree, but but certainly not right now. There's no way they're going to let him take a phone call. I don't think. We can always try. You should disguise your voice, though. Try to sound like a grown-up. If if we're doctors and we want to speak to him. Yeah, we're doctors. Yeah, I'll be Dr. um, Dr. Von Hammer. All right. All right. And what will you be? Uh, I'll be uh, like a nurse uh, lady. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that, sounds good. That a student nurse. That sounds even better. Yeah. Hey, wait a minute. Is this part of your dream? <laughs> <laughs> well, it did involve nurses. <laughs> Sponge baths, Oh, you just you're still you're still freaked out over that nurse who gave us flu shots at uh, the beginning of the second quarter, aren't you? Well, never mind. <laughs> Listen. Uh, all right. Well. Okay. Um. Uh, what's the style? The it was the. Uh, What's the name of that place again? Let me consult my conspiracy scrapbook. Uh, the name of the facility where Chip is being held. You would recall, or be able to easily look up, yes. that he was taken to the uh, Heritage Pines Psychiatric Heritage. Hospital in Sacramento, which is a long-distance call from here. Well, that's all right. Grandma will never know the difference. Derek pays most of the bills now anyway. I mean, he doesn't make the money, but he writes the checks. Grandma's busy writing romance novels now. Hopefully she'll get one published. Folks, uh, I'll have to get real close uh, so I can hear as well. Unless you got two phones down here. But I don't see one. Yeah, we just unfortunately have one phone in the garage. We're not... We, this isn't Moonstone yeah. Hills where we all have seven phones in every room. All but, right. But, 
Yeah, okay. Man, it would be great if someday they could make, like, a phone with a speaker on it. So multiple people could... It's, they uh, probably have that now. They, they, they the probably do. Conference call button. Um, anyway, well, you know what? I'm very prepared, and I'm going to spend 2 AP to have a conference call button on our phone. Because I remember some of those in the 80s. How does that sound to you? Okay. Could be a waste just for some role play uh, purposes. But I picture, like, he's got, like, some phone that was, like, uh, maybe rehabbed from a business or something. Like, like some- an old phone that Chip stole or that... Um, well, maybe Chip, but Derek, or, you know, it was tell- like on in some conference room, in some right boardroom or whatever. Yeah, like it's got like four or five, five lines. Only one works, but you know, they, it's got that little thing. So okay, I'll. Uh, luckily, I have the phone number and everything uh, right here in my handy phone book. And I'm plunge. I'm gonna assume like he's got this shelf of, like phone books for you know different major cities and just kind of ridiculous because he's an eccentric fellow. Well, and there's probably some service dial one he could dial four one one on the modem of his Commodore sixty four that he would probably be aware of as well. That's and, right. And do a so he can yes he certainly can get the with, the with all the information the, the information revolution of the nineteen eighties we can get any information we want. So you place a call to the Heritage Pines Psychiatric Hospital, I assume. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, it rings several times. Okay, don't forget you're the nurse. <clears throat> What's your name again? Nurse, uh, nurse uh, Judy. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, that's my aunt. Oh, man, I must be thinking about my aunt for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't think your aunt will ever be that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Spanking the dickie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, okay. <clears throat> right, well, the phone... Taking a while for them to pick up. And, um... Hopefully they got a night guy there. They do pick up. Um, <clears throat> and you hear... Thank you for calling Heritage Pines Psychiatric Hospital. Our switchboard is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Pacific Time. If you're having a medical emergency, please hang up and call 911 or whatever the emergency number was in the 80s, because I don't know the 911 was implemented until later. <laughs> I don't know either, but... <laughs> dang it, is this a, just a voice? Is this an answering machine? We're speaking to a robot. Does he have a, a, a line in his room? A personal phone number for his room? I don't think so. I'm not sure. Let me consult my notes. No. Okay. No, he doesn't. Yeah. My notes say no. Darn. I underlined that twice, so I'm pretty sure. Well, God, what do we do? Well, I guess we're not going to be able to speak to him yet. We'll have to call back in the morning, but I'm, I'm nervous. I don't think I should let you go with that creature lurking out there. Uh, well, uh, I've got to get back before my mom goes to work so I can stay a, for a little while. But by then it'll be a little bit lighter out, you know, be dawn. So then I think... Uh, It'll be safer. Listen, do you really think that you're imagining these things, these times that we've seen the, the creature? I don't know what I... I don't know. And we can't I, we can't go to the authorities or we'll end up just like Chip. That's true. But what do we do? We can't just be at its mercy. We'll have to fight back if, in fact, there's anything to fight. I haven't seen proof yet, but I'm willing to give you the benefit of the doubt. Yes, you should, because uh, 
you know, I have proof for not only this, but many other things besides. If only the, you know, National, Ge- National Geographic would accept my articles about the underwater pyramids off Cuba <laughs> and, and other uh, very important research that I have done, um, then perhaps the world will be just a little bit more enlightened. But listen, I don't know. I hate to see you go out there. But it's me they want. Didn't you hear the voice? I wonder why they uh, singled you out. Obviously, because of what I well, know. Oh, now you're going to tell me a bunch <laughs> of crap. <laughs> I don't know what's got into you lately, Dickie. You're changing. Well, I told you I'm older now. I'm, I'm way older than you. Listen, before you go, let's just relax. Have some marshmallow fluff. I've got some right here. I assume you've got graham crackers. Now, listen, you know I quit this stuff. <laughs> I gave it up. <laughs> And you know how hard it was too, so don't tempt me. I don't. I don't want to have another episode. You don't want to have any more delicious. I want to fall off the wagon. Lovely marshmallow fluff running around inside your mouth. Listen, at Fat Camp, I learned how to moderate. Moderation is That's the key. Certainly new for you. Well, <laughs> <laughs> one just one graham cracker is worth. No, I, I tell you, I'm, I've gone, I'm clean. I'm like six months clean. I won't <sighs> touch this stuff. Oh, you're such a square. Well, <laughs> I'm going to make something out of my life. <laughs> not going to have a graham cracker relapse. <laughs> no. Well, listen, well, I'm going to have some marshmallow fluff. Don't let it bother you. And then I'll, like, open the can really slow. <laughs> and, like, run my finger around the marshmallow <laughs> And then, like, lick it off his finger really slow. I think he's, like, <laughs> like lip- licking his lips, like, potentially. <laughs> make, make a grit roll, Dickie. Uh, nothing, See if you can resist. Nothing like some delicious, refreshing marshmallow fluff. And this is mint-flavored. Ooh. I got a six. You you do manage to resist, unless you don't want to. No, I want to resist for now. <laughs> Have like a, when it counts, a crazy binge at some point. Yeah. Suit yourself. Well, I need a, a burst of energy or something. Suit yourself. Suit yourself. I'm a man. I can handle my impulses and addictions. But uh, you're not a man yet. I'm a man. I, I, I guess I'm not a man because I'm too afraid to go outside because of the alien. Ch- check out these gnarly leg hairs I've got going on here. <laughs> See, this is what it's like to be a man. Where? Uh, listen, right here, I, they're dark as can be. Maybe they shine a light on and, them differently. And no, I didn't, uh, uh dye my peach fuzz <laughs> black. <laughs> Not everything's a, a conspiracy. It's, these are real. Well, I don't know how I feel about this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, things are changing, I'm changing. My mom says I'm going through changes. You're going through changes because you're starting to believe the government brainwashing. All right? You are laser man first and foremost. <laughs> Next thing you know, you'll be telling me you don't want to read Cape Fetty comics anymore. Well, I'm not quite there yet. I didn't think so. I don't think you'll ever be there. Wow. I wonder if... Speaking of Cape Fetty comics, I wonder if... Uh, I wonder if Max has any... Vice Force. Dark Comics to the max. Well, I guess we could call Max. I wonder if he's seen anything. He's open to bizarre phenomenon. Um. Maybe we're not the only ones that have been seeing these strange sights around town with this creature. 
Last time we, you know, talked to Max, he was acting odd. I mean, I've talked to him a lot since then, but uh, I still kind of, you know, don't trust him on issues related to aliens. He or, might, might or, be one, for all you know. Yeah, he if, didn't want to show us his chest. He said something about fixed vapor rub on his chest. <laughs> he said it was too gooey. I don't think that's a good excuse. I mean, if you're in the mafia and you're selling, telling someone you, you can't, you're not wearing a wire, but you can't show them your chest because you wear fixed vapor rub. I don't think that's going to fly. I thought you could get shot in the fucking head. Well, no, I, I, I don't. Well, listen, maybe we could call uh, Officer Dwayne then. But just tell him we could know because then we'll end. We, I trust Officer Dwayne, but if he speaks to the wrong person about it, we could find ourselves with having a conversation with Chip in person, and we don't necessarily want that. Meaning we'd be thrown into the loony bin. All right, well, I think it's up to us then. We're going to have to take matters into our own hands. I've got little Reroy, which was passed down t- onto me, That's bequeathed right. to me, uh, from Chip. Worthy and sacred weapon, like unto Excalibur. I still, still have my laser gun, of course. Well, I do have my slingshot here. Uh, perhaps we could just reconnoiter the yard. Let's do a sweep. Hang on a second. I have to find something to wear. I'm going to go get a uh, Derek and the Dingleberries t-shirt. <laughs> okay. And, yeah, uh, so there's a box of them for sure. Yeah, and then I'm going to like wrap the uh, flannel blanket around my body like a Scottish tartan, you know, or something okay. as best I can and uh, get my slingshot. And uh, all right, I think I'm ready. All right. Let's do it. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm going in. Okay, so uh, you guys sort of. Creep. I'm assuming it's still somewhat nervous about the possible presence of uh, of this creature or whatever um, out into the yard. And what do you do? All right. Perhaps go around the perimeter. Yes. We'll we'll each go in opposite directions. You you think uh, we should split up? Well, if we're doing a sweep, we can easily, you know. Uh, then we'll be on either side of it if... if oh, Pinther movement. Yeah. Pinther movement, yeah. Alexander the Great was very fond of that. No, Chip I'd, with his military strategies would approve, I'm sure. I'm sure he would. You know, Chip, obviously, if Chip were here, we'd have, uh, you know, he's got all that tactical combat ops yeah. training. But unfortunately, uh, us being more on the intelligence side of the operation, we'll have to do our best. But a Pinther movement's actually a pretty good plan. I don't have a melee weapon, but uh, that's okay. I do have my fifth. And I have learned a few things about uh, Brazilian martial arts from yes, from uh, uh, jujitsu. Yeah. yeah, I ordered some videos about that out of uh, Soldier of Fortune magazine, which I'm a subscriber of. Anyway, I think I'm just talking out of nervousness. Now. <laughs> All right, let's split up. Um, you go back over there around the, the bushes, and uh, I'll check over here by the uh, by the tall grass. Is anyone going? Uh, the way I'm now, the way I'm, I'm imagining the yard, <clears throat> not obviously we didn't like draw this out or, right. or anything, um, is that so? So, like, the house is kind of here, and then and then the tree's kind of like out across in the edge of the yard, sort of. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you guys are just doing the perimeter of the house itself, mm-hmm. not going in the direction of the tree. <clears throat> okay. Um, 
Well, we might have to go to it eventually because that's where it disappeared, but I'm hoping it's moved since then. All right. Well, you complete your uh, perimeter check of the house and do not find anything unusual. Make brains rolls. I have a 10. Just as you kind of are about to meet back up, you both simultaneously spot a small black metallic, not shiny, but like matte black cube, like sitting on a, like a, like a concrete sidewalk. seen that before in my life it's like a it's like a it's like a slightly larger black b- matte black blank as far as you can tell from looking at it from this distance anyway like d6 basically like just slightly bigger yeah that looks like alien tech it could be an alien die die excuse me uh, singular i'm nervous it does look like alien tech. Computer, some kind. It could be some machine intelligence, perhaps. Or it could be a jack-in-the-box. It could be a holographic projector. There could be a princess who needs our help. An alien princess. Or a nurse. Maybe it, I don't see why not. I mean, the law of averages suggests that the galaxy is teeming over with hot alien nurses. Clearly. Yeah. Why Star, it's one of the reasons why Star Trek is so realistic. Statistics don't lie. That's right. <laughs> Listen, perhaps we should get a little closer and get a closer look. Okay. Uh, let me shine my laser light on it. Yeah, don't, actu- don't actually touch it. It could be evil. Remember, we just watched or the laser disc copy of Time Bandits. Don't touch it. Yeah, it could be hot to the touch or something as well. Could be, um, it could be a negative material from the negative material plane of existence. Hang on, let me consult uh, the uh, Druids of Dragondale referee's handbook. Uh, appendix, uh, appendix Q. Um... No, 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 but certainly not negative material, so uh, probably that narrows it down to an alien. So you said you're going to shine your laser at it? Yeah. You do that, and so you you turn... Well, is it? I, I don't remember. Uh, you have to remind me. Is it actually a laser, or is it just no, like a light? it's just <laughs> a, a light. flashlight. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. So you turn it on... <clears throat> And it, it appears, so, like, the beam that it projects is uh, larger than the cube at the distance you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, but it doesn't seem to reflect off of, the, it's like it's getting absorbed or something. And you can see the light on the sidewalk around it, but it doesn't seem to be, and of course it can't be not reflecting light or you wouldn't be able to see it at all. Hmm. It's absorbing energy. Or maybe that's why you can see it, because it's not reflecting light at all. I don't know. Something. We're literally seeing nothing. Well, but uh, nothing is something, so okay, we, we better we're gonna do have something to, about yeah, it. Yeah, we're gonna have to. Uh, we're gonna have to see if put we this can. in our back. One of our backpacks. We're gonna have to. Well, obviously, it should be my backpack. Well, that means you're gonna have to. No, I don't think we should put it in the backpack. I think, uh, luckily, luckily, in my, I just so happen to have in my backpack though, these um, 
a thick, uh, heavy oven mitt. Okay. <laughs> and uh, sometimes I use these to grab, like, a, a smoldering log at Boy Scout camp or owl camp. I think it should be, like, owl... Uh, like like owls. Yeah, they're like... Gloves. They <laughs> land on your... Oh, owling gloves? Yeah. That's totally better, yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I have these owling gloves from owl camp. Let me just put those on just so we don't have to touch it with our bare flesh and be transported, you know, into the nether world. Uh, or, or an alien. We just don't know enough about this to be touching it. Unless we're wearing, of course, owling gloves, as everyone knows. I should have brought mine. I know. It never. I told you a thousand times... Allen gloves should be part of the basic equipment yeah, repertoire. Right. You never know when Allen gloves will, will come in handy for sure. If they have a million different uses, all of which I will tell you about right now. Number one. All right, not now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's focus. All right. Okay, I'm going to put on the Allen gloves and I'm going to lean down and try to pick this thing up off of its little concrete sidewalk base. Um. I'm not sure I would call it. <laughs> I mean, it's just a sidewalk. But um, you, you, the gloves are leather, I assume. Yes, they of are, course, they the are, finest. Which is an organic material. So? I'm just just, just saying. So <laughs> you reach down and, and attempt to touch it. Make a grit roll. Twelve. You feel as though you're going... You start to feel dizzy, almost like you're going to pass out, or... It's the quickening. Or... You can't really tell, but you you do immediately get the sense that you don't really want to touch this thing. Quick, open your backpack, open your backpack, I'm going to drop it in. All right, I just don't want it to ruin my... JC Penny's catalog I got in there, but all right. <laughs> mm, sticky pages. Since when are you shopping at JC? Oh dear God. <laughs> <laughs> well, Christmas is around the corner as well. Yeah, I will drop. Uh, I'm gonna drop the, you know, creepy cube, into his backpack so that I'm not touching it even through the Owling gloves. Okay, well you can't pick it up. Oh, I just can't. It's like okay. Well, you, I mean, you can't even. I mean, you can. You just you just. Like, finger goes through it, like you you and when and when it's in the vicinity oh. of it, you is when you feel oh. funny, but so it's like it's not even there. I think it's incorporeal. Well, hmm, maybe uh, we need to like make it uh, corporeal. How would we go about doing that? I don't know. Maybe touch, uh, get in that space, like, go in it some more. Wait a minute, I have a, I have an experiment. Luckily, luckily I have, uh, my Polaroid camera with me in my backpack. I want to try to see if it shows up on film, because it looked a little strange to me in your light. All right, and I think for the—I mean, that's like all of your adversity tokens on on, on these gadgets. I like it. So. Yeah. Well, I'm, I think there's not that much room left in my backpack at the moment because I'm out of adversity tokens. But all right, so you pull out your Polaroid camera and you attempt to photograph this thing. Now, it is going to require a flash uh, because it's still fairly dark out. That's all right. Okay. So you 
snap a photo, and the flash goes off. And as soon as the flash goes off, now of course your it it, it, it your eyes are adju- adjusted to the darkness, uh-huh. and so you are both temporarily <laughs> blinded by the flash. Uh, and blinking and all you can see is like the blue, you know, as you were back in the day. And uh, you hear the whirring of the picture coming out. And as you your eyes begin to readjust, it's gone. And the, it does not show on your picture. I killed it. No, if you vanquished it, maybe. It's erased from existence. Well, hang on. Okay, there's nothing in this photograph. But you saw it. Don't start uh, telling me that we dreamed that. I saw a cube of some type that was there but wasn't there. I don't know what it means. But we may never know. Now it's gone. Where did it go? We need to do some serious research on this. We need to talk. We need yeah. to find... <clears throat> I'm not opposed to the thing. If we, we should probably get a hold of Chip to see if he's seen anything like this, if he was involved. It could be Target, but what? <sighs> yes, and then, well, tomorrow we'll have to do our research. Go to the library. Meet me in the library at school. Well, this is a kind of research you can do in normal libraries. Well, We're going to have to get if my modem. If, if like, uh, okay. Or, or, or we need to speak to someone who's an expert. But they'll... There might be some uh, article, science articles written by some mysterious scientist, uh, you know, um, who was a crazy guy. Um, that, That's exactly what I'm talking was, about. Uh, he was laughed out, and he'll eventually become a, a mad sci- a villain, but there through might no be fault of like his that. own. Through the, yes, through no fault of his own. But listen, I don't know. I still think maybe Max might have some advice for us, or... Uh, I mean, he may have heard of this type of thing. As you know, he's quite knowledgeable. And these are all good ideas. Uh, I'm hearing um, possibly talking to Max, doing some research possibly at the library or on the computer. There are several BBSs you could potentially connect to. I mean, you are fairly close to Silicon Valley. I'm a fairly popular uh, big black uh, participant on various... (laughs) I'm I'm a a noted authority on various BBSs that we could... uh, and um, it's just unfortunate that there was no internet where people could post their their, their theories uh, yet. Um, and going to see Chip, also a pretty good idea. But all of them kind of have to happen a little later because it's just now getting to be like 5.30. And uh, you think your mom's probably going to be getting up in a, within about a half hour or so. Mm-hmm. Yikes. So, I mean, you know, it's only five, seven minutes to, to yeah, get back home. Better get going or the whole mission will be screwed. This thing, of course, uh, assuming it exists in the first place, did, uh, as far as Plunger knows, disappear behind a tree. Maybe the last thing we should do before we say goodbye for this early morning. Listen, I've been avoiding the tree. I've been, I, listen, I've, I've inside me, inside myself, I've been too afraid to look behind the tree. But we've... we've All right, let's take a real close look at this tree. Okay, hang on, wait. Weapons ready. Let me get my Polaroid ready. Oh, that too. Yeah. You, you, Maybe you, you can make it the alien disappear like the cube. <coughs> If only, but hopefully I can get some good solid, the first real photographic evidence of aliens. Yeah. So you go to the tree, you go behind the tree where the alien apparently went. <clears throat> Excuse me. Yeah. 
Yeah. All right. And what are you looking at or for? Are you looking at the ground? Are you looking at the tree? Are you looking at what are you looking? What are you doing? We probably like do that thing how you know we've seen cops on TV shows. They come by in a corner. They kind of do that. Turn to the left. Turn to the right. Look up. Look down. You know, like when they're scanning a room. Mm-hmm. That's what I picture. Let's shine my scan it with my laser light, and um, I might even feel around and see if there's something invisible there. Well, so okay, so you kind of come around and do the initial sort of clearing the tree, make sure there's not a still fucking alien here or whatever, and there's not. And you, well, sorry, what did what you, what were you doing? Well, after scanning it really closely, I'm going to feel around the trunk, just to see if there's anything there that's invisible or something. Okay, so make a brain roll for your initial scan. Okay. Yeah. You don't see anything taken adversity token, but you don't see anything, um... Obvious, this plunger? I don't know, let's take a look. I have a sixth. That's a nine, brother. What is a nine? Oh my goodness, it is a nine. <clears throat> and fortunately, six would not have done it, but nine does. And you see scratches in the bark of the tree in a pattern that you don't necessarily recognize, but that you're pretty sure weren't there before, and that look intentional. Whoa. I'm going to He shows me. Yes, and he points them out um, to you, and once he does, you see them as well. Let's get the photographic evidence of this. This is definitely... This is evidence you got to take a picture of. That's absolutely right. And I'm going to take a soil sample of the dirt under next to the tree trunk. Good thinking. Okay. So you're like taking a, or you're taking a Polaroid, Polaroid of, the of, the, of the marks, and you're doing what? I'm taking a uh, soil. I almost said stool sample. <laughs> <laughs> soil sample of the area surrounding the tree trunk. Okay. So you get some dirt and, and put see, it. See, well, also I'm going to look for footprints as well. Okay, I'm going to call that a brains roll, okay. and you take a picture of the marks. And you get a picture of the marks. I keep rolling oh, two. So, well, I get another version. Yep. <laughs> um, you don't need to roll to take a picture. You get a picture of it, which you can now uh, study, if you like. But I will say um, it's like um, a series of interleaved like half ovals mm-hmm. um <coughs> at least like five six of them um with a line underneath all of them some distance and one of the lines appears to be scratched slightly deeper and as though it's like this is the one you're supposed to pay attention to, but... Are, are we sure these are scratches? I mean, like, maybe it's writing. Some That's exactly what I think it like is. Like a cuneiform or something. We may have just gotten the first photographic evidence of an alien alphabet. 
Yeah, we'll have to study this real good. I don't know. I would not. And why speak to a language expert? Yeah. Uh, but I don't know any of those. Okay. Listen, we better get you home. Obviously, you've got to get through that entire security system again with the lasers and the. Yeah, it involves a lot of somersaulting, so. Yeah. I, I gotta get going. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, you go home, and you do manage to make it back to your bedroom. Um, it's possible uh, that you alert your mom to your presence, but then you just... <laughs> you're like, I had to go pee again. Damn that bladder of mine. All right. Um, and uh, she leaves for work, and um, I'm assuming you will both... Uh, Go back and attempt to get a little bit more sleep before we uh, pick up uh, I'm gonna in a couple hours after after sunrise. I'm going to try. Yeah. I'm afraid to go to sleep because of what happened last time. Yeah, Dickie will try to get some sleep, uh, but yeah, he's probably still thinking about everything as well. I'm going to listen to Dawkins' Dream Warrior before I go to sleep to give me courage. How about Cheap Trick's Dream Police? Yes, that's even better, and I'm embarrassed now that I just went straight to talking. <laughs> Being such a huge Cheap Trick fan. Uh, that's, uh, I'm not, I wouldn't say that I am a big Cheap Trick fan, but that song I really like. That's it's a, a really song. great song. It really is. Yes. Well, and Cheap Trick's pretty, are pretty, pretty, pretty fucking good band. Really. It really is. in general. Yeah. Just, I don't like that, uh, that song that they always play, I Want You to. Uh, that's, the, I mean, I fucking hate that song. <laughs> I really do. It's a. It, it's not this. Not their best song. I mean, it's probably their biggest hit, but it's. I know. Not their best. It's one of the few songs. It's, it's the one they play all the time on the radio. It's one of the few that's played all the time on the radio. That's a live recording. Yeah. Is was that, that Budokan or? Yeah, Budokan. Yeah. Cheap Trick at Budokan, folks. Nerding out on <laughs> on Cheap Trick for you. That's right. All right. Well, uh, I'm looking forward to um, picking up in the morning and seeing what happens, guys. All right. Yep. Then. All right. Well, until next time. Goodbye. Later.